What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife, a mama of two, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years, 13 and a half years, there it is, in multi-level marketing, healed my way out of it, and now I'm literally using every platform I can to help people either not join or get out of their MLM. And today, you guys, I'm really excited because I have my bestie on here with me, uh, my friend, Julie Joe. I know you guys know who she is, walking on Lexapro on all of the platforms, TikTok, Instagram, um, also YouTube. Hello. Actually, she's Julie Joe on YouTube, so uh, we have some like really cool combos that we're going to have. And yeah. So Julie, Joe, you want to say hello? Hi. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how this convo is going to go. So, um, let's actually start Julie, Joe with, and by the way, from here on out on this podcast, cause you, you know, I call you JJ. That yeah. is, that is your nickname. Yeah. So JJ, tell us about you. Tell us about your MLM story. Okay. Uh, well, I was in Arbon, and I actually wasn't in Arbon very long. I think it was like 13 months or so. Um, I was probably active for 13 months and then ghosted my way out of it for four. Um, yeah. I started and very quickly moved up ranks. So I got to the second rank in about two months, which is what they want. It's like when people are like, hit the fast start bonus. It's like mm. an Arbon, you want to get to the second rank in two months, um, three months, if you have to. Um, and then I qualified for the third of, or the or I got to the first rank and then I qualified for the second rank the third month, which is even more unheard of. And I didn't finish it because I had someone quit on the team, um, that I, that my team below me. And so it took me a while to, I guess, build that team back up, recruit, 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 as everyone Mm. says. Uh, and I did hit the second rank and then I made it to the top I think it was top 6%, top 2% is what I qualified for, um, about a year in and that is regional vice president. And after that, it was just weird. Uh, I thought hitting regional vice president would feel like the best thing in the world, but honest Mm. to God, I was just exhausted. And everyone on my team was exhausted. They were confused as to how I was being successful and they weren't. And Mm. I was also confused. Um, I didn't really see the whole pyramid aspect of it. I didn't see the bad parts of it really until I hit, I qualified for the second, the top 2%. And after that, I started thinking about things. They don't want you to think too much, you know? And so that's what I started to do. I started to think, um, I started to try to help people below me even more, see why they weren't being successful, see what was going on. And I realized it's not really them. Uh, it's just how it is. They could do everything in the world, but that doesn't mean they're going to be successful. They could work as hard as me or harder than me, but that doesn't mean they're going to be successful. Um, and so I did get out of it. (laughs) One of the big factors in me leaving other than just a bunch of little things, you know, piling up was being invited into what I saw to be as like a weird QAnon group that I did not want to be a part of. And there is a lot of that in Arbon, which was shocking to me uh, because I did not see it until I, you know, was looked at as a leader and then invited into that kind of stuff. It was super uncomfortable. And that's when I ghosted everyone, which I think is the best way to leave an MLM quietly and without (laughs) words, just go. And, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how I left. I started watching anti MLM stuff a couple months later. Uh, and I actually realized recently that a couple months ago, actually, that I, blocked someone on TikTok a long time ago when I was in an MLM who was anti-MLM and I messaged her and it was someone, I can't remember her TikTok name, but it was someone that I knew that I know now that I'm like good friends with now. And I was like, oh my gosh, I realized that I had you blocked. Um, and it was when I was for my multi-level marketing companies when I was in it, cause I didn't like seeing, you know, anti-MLM stuff. Um, I started watching anti-MLM stuff. It made sense. 
Um, and then do I shared you, my, do you feel like when you, well, one, do you feel like when you said you were kind of ghosting and stepping away, do you feel like you were stepping away from the chaos and because you were stepping away, if so, um, if, if you were stepping away from chaos, do you think that is what helped you to be able to ask those questions? That's a great question. Yeah. I, I felt like I stepped away from the echo chamber. Yeah. You know, like I just, I stepped out of the room that everyone was in and got some fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the best way to describe it. Um, once like, I did that, you got to get the bigger picture, you know, and, um, then I, uh, made a TikTok about my experience and it kind of went and it went big. It, it got pretty big. I went viral and then I just kept answering questions and here we are. That's amazing. Yeah. That was like, I don't know, eight months ago, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. That it was only eight months ago. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Our stories are super similar because, you know, both of us were very successful in the MLM. And I think that, and not that, not that all stories of people that have been hurt through participating in an MLM aren't valid. Everybody's story is valid. Mm -hmm. Everybody's feelings matter. Um, yeah. And it's important that you share that. It's important that you talk about that for all, for those of you that are listening. Um, but I, I think that there's kind of a thing in, well, one of the, I'm using, I'm using air quotes. You guys can't obviously see it, but <laughs> one of the <laughs> defense mechanisms is what I want to call it. Maybe you can call it something different, JJ, that the MLM community uses. And I'm using the word community loosely because it's all transactional based relationships sure. in my opinion, but Um, I really feel like they try to say things like, well, you weren't successful. Well, both of us were successful, very successful, you know, in the top, what did you say? The top 2%, Uh right? We were both. Yeah. There was, there was only like, it it was separated as like 25%, uh, 8%, 2%, 1%. There was like four ranks. So. So I, I find that really interesting, especially when we see things that they're like, oh, well, it didn't work for you. You didn't work, work works, like all of these kind of things, but it's like, but we were successful. So now it's kind of like, well, what do they have to say about that now? Oh, well, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. for those of you listening, if, if this is you and you're like, you know, I did, I was successful. I had a team and I made some pretty decent money because usually the person at the top of the pyramid does make some decent money. Just know that we need your story too. It's important. You know, all of your stories are important, but yeah, stepping away from the chaos, um, definitely ghosted a little bit myself. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I don't think I blocked anybody on TikTok, but I remember being really mad at Roberta Blevins. (laughs) for just putting out anti-MLM content because it made me think and it made me stretch a little bit my beliefs you know um I think it also answered a little bit of my doubts and what I was feeling at the time and that's a really hard thing to face but I think that's why a lot of us in the anti-MLM community share what we do in the way that we do because uh we participated in it too you know so I think that that's really really important so anyways did you feel that way too when you found TikTok? I mean, obviously you blocked somebody that you have a relationship with now, but yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was on TikTok, I there it wasn't there wasn't a big anti MLM movement yet. Uh, like it wasn't so big, crazy. you know. And you know my my profile started to grow, and Bird and I started growing at the same time, um, and we started talking at the same time. Um, we would support each other and. Um, then the documentary came out with her in it. And that was a huge growth for her. Um, I think my YouTube channel and just continuing to put out content was an educational content, I think is one of the big things was part of my growth. Um, but yeah. And then all of a sudden out of the woodworks, I see anti-MLM. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's this whole other side that just kind of exploded. It was so incredible to see so many people um, do that. And even now it's like a sat satirical thing. I see all the time where people who don't do anti-MLM content, but know that it's like a bigger thing now, uh, do it because you know, they, they know that they're going to get views and now whether they care about it or not, they still do it. 
And a lot of times those people don't agree with MLMs anyway. So it works out where these larger creators who have millions of followers will do something. I don't know. I mean, you know, like LuLaRoe stuff, of course, like when that came out. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of off topic, but it's just crazy to think about how much has exploded just in the past six, eight months. Yeah. And the timing of all of that. So as you were really starting to speak out, that was when I was starting to find anti-MLM content on TikTok. So like March, April of this year yeah. was when I found Roberta. And then it was kind of like, you always hear the term like breadcrumbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what that was for me. You know, I found Roberta and I was like, ah! and then I was like, wait a second, I, I need to listen to this because clearly I'm having some kind of a reaction here. And so I went back and then I started watching all of her videos. And then I just started finding the other anti-MLM creators. And then I was like, oh my God, I knew that people watched YouTube, but like, oh, yeah. they have this on YouTube as well. And you can watch quietly, which is what a lot of people do when they're questioning, because they're so afraid that they're going to be found out that they were watching something, you know, about, you know, anti-MLM, anything that uh, they're like, okay, well, I, I can watch it quietly here and nobody will really know anything. So it's, I find it really interesting that you were starting to speak out and then we found each other like you know yeah. in the last few months because I want to say that was probably July August yeah July or August yeah and I remember I don't even do you remember how <laughs> let's tell you, our story now you, <laughs> I gotta remember <laughs> you messaged me on Instagram I think or yeah, yeah. So I, I slid about, into her DMs. You slid into my DMs <laughs> on Instagram about uh, something and then followed me on TikTok. I followed you on it's like we followed each other. You know, we you weren't like showing you were anti MLM yet, but yeah. you were like saying you were, you know, someone in the background helping with information. And I was like, you okay. Uh huh. Okay. You're like, you're cute. But you were helping so much. It was like, then you asked about YouTube and I was like, yeah, you should start a YouTube. And you already had one, which was perfect. I was like, oh my gosh, you've already got it created, you know? And then, you know, I don't know. We just kept talking and then realized that we were besties. So we just like are, you know, the same person. And it's so crazy. Yeah, it really is. We literally talk every day. And I think, I think maybe this is a good area to kind of segue into relationships while in an MLM and relationships once you get out of an MLM. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so some of the stuff that I noticed, you know, in when I, with relationships in an MLM is that there is, I want to call it a God complex. Oh, mm-hmm. Anybody with success in the MLM has kind of this status amongst that company, the team, that kind of thing. And so at an event, I would have people that would come up to me because I was a car earner with prove it. And so people would come up to me on the team that knew me from training or whatnot. And, um, that was kind of uncomfortable. Not that I didn't want to chat with people, but just the status part of that, how maybe you can help me put that into words, but maybe knowing how, how people were kind of putting me on a pedestal and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like you, you know? Yeah. Um, that was very, that was uncomfortable for me because they're people are people, you know? Um, but I did notice that the relationships were solid, if you will, as long as you were swimming with the rest of the fish, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially in your position. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For real. But then the minute that you start kind of slowing down or, you know, and maybe that starts to show up, like I'm not going to be on this zoom or going on vacation with my family or whatever, you know, then the, the fish are kind of looking over their shoulder at you. Did you feel like that too? Um, yeah, definitely not as much as you did, but I did luckily, like I tried to lead my own team and didn't rely too heavily on the people above me. Um, so when I went quiet, everyone just was kind of quiet. Um, I mean, I had a few people ask, but, uh, I did not experience anything as you and some others who were part of teams and, 
did experience. Yeah. It's, uh, I think that the relationships in an MLM are, they're hard because if you are questioning anything and you start to step away, you know, all of a sudden you're like, I haven't seen this person's posts on my feed or whatever. And you find Mm -hmm. out that you were unfriended and, or blocked or, um, you can tell when some, I'm talking about fish a whole lot, but like, you can tell when somebody is kind of fishing for information because typically when you're in an MLM and you start to question and you start to move away, many of those people move to another MLM. Mm. So people are always looking and, you know, spying on your page and it creates this kind of distrust, which I'm pretty sure is in the bite model somewhere. Right. Isn't that somewhere in there? Probably. That's a big model. (laughs) It's a lot of reading. Big model. And I highly suggest for those of you listening, please go check that out. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think for me, one of the, one of the most challenging things was when I was in an MLM, I didn't really have boundaries with people. Mm, Yeah, definitely. And so getting out of the MLM and now having, you know, relationships with people and friendships and learning to set those boundaries and learning that that's okay to set boundaries. And it's actually healthy. I think for me, that's been a really big challenge because I want to help everybody just Mm -hmm. like you, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like what, what do you think about that? And, and the difference in boundaries, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, they say you're not supposed to have any without saying it, what they say, um, hold on. I had it in my head for a moment, but what, what they told me when I first started, I'll come back to that, but I know that I always had to answer my team. So, um, I would make myself completely available for anyone and everyone. Uh, I would go out of my way to be on any zoom that I possibly could. And if I wasn't, it was looked down upon, which I know you, you just talked about and you experienced, um, oh, but what I was trying to think about earlier is when you message people and they say uh, a no doesn't mean no. Yeah. It means not right now. I mean, from the beginning, that's what I was told. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Like if no doesn't mean no, it just means not right now. That's fine. Um, but that's a boundary that you break. Yeah. If someone says no, they say no. Yeah. Um, but for us, it wasn't a boundary we set. We, we harassed people. I think most people do, but it's because from the beginning, they're told those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. No. Yeah. No, doesn't mean no. It just means not right now. And then you add them onto some kind of a list and yeah. Yeah. The that, list. The so list. many. Yeah. Or the color coding in Facebook messenger. Were you taught that to color code people? Oh no. Oh yeah. Facebook this one actually came from Brittany Anderson. Yeah, she be gay boss babe. Yeah, be hashtag be boss babe. What's up? Anyways, uh, <laughs> she would color code people in Messenger, and if they were not interested, she would change the the color to red. So it was like the like a, a stoplight. Yeah, yeah, green, you know, yellow, red, red, yellow, and green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she had a, a a color for like team members and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I get it, the organization aspect of that, but the constant sorting of people on whether they are going to buy or not, or join or not, that part was exhausting. Yeah. And the amount of, for me, it was the amount of energy too, that I put towards people. It was like, you know, for, even for my friends was, um, you know, if they're not buying products from me, then they're not going to get as much energy from me. Yeah. Right. Or if they're not on my team, they're definitely not getting as much energy as the people on my team. Yeah. Um, even if they were my friends, like yeah. my actual friends from before I was in a multi-level marketing company. So it's pretty much based on how you support me in the business is how I'm going to treat you back. Which is so crazy. And I think that that's yeah. the, the takeover, if you will, of the MLM, you know, you start mm-hmm. wearing all of the, the company gear and replacing all the products in your house you start talking and looking (laughs) like everybody else you Uh do the same things the same activities maybe you have scripts that your leader is telling you like you you become less and less of yourself and more and more of the team in the company you know and absolutely yeah the sorting of people and who you spend time with there's that saying you know 
the, the five closest people you spend time with is what you're going to become, who you're going to become like, or whatever, you know? And I think after leaving the MLM learning that, Hey, it's okay to just have a conversation with somebody without having an agenda. Yeah. You know, like I catch myself now still when somebody messages me when they follow me on Instagram or something, they message me. Um, I'm a little standoffish to have like a, a that convo, you know, like, what do y'all want from me? Cause I know you want something. Cause I used to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or if someone that I haven't talked to in a while messages me, no. Yeah. <laughs> probably talk to you since high school. Back. Probably yeah. don't need to. I'm just yeah, saying. There's probably a reason that we haven't spoken in a long time. Yeah. You know what? It's really weird. I haven't told you this, but I'll, I'm going to share this with everybody. Um, I actually had a family member that like a, like a distant family member, if you will, mm-hmm. that when I was, and I hadn't talked to them about, about the MLM product or anything like that. I don't even remember which company I was in. Um, but my, this family member unfriended me on Facebook, which should have been a warning sign. Like we just saw this on the empire training that you and I were just on. Yeah. <laughs> right. And there was the, whoever the speaker was, I don't remember. She was like, I just lost my best friend and this and that, oh, because, God. you know, she just didn't get the vision. She didn't understand what I was doing here. Oh, no, God. she saw what was going on and didn't support it. And was basically like, I'm going to set this boundary. And Probably if you're willing to continue to watch it. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, so this family member unfriended me. Their spouse joined an MLM. I can't remember what, which one it was. I think it was like Melaleuca or something. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden I get a friend request from the, from the spouse. And I was like, denied. No, no, thank you. I know exactly where this is going. Yeah. Ugh, the friendship part of, of all of this is I think a fancy or a uh, camouflaged way of attraction marketing. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so what, what have relationships been like after getting out of an MLM? Um, I mean, for a while it was awkward for me just because like, I didn't remember how to have a proper relationship, friendship, anything, because every single thing that I looked at was looked at through the lens of what is this going to do for my business? Um, and so now it's like, well, I don't have any more. So what lens do I look through? So I think it's now just, do I like them? Honestly, like, do I like, um, what they stand for? Do I like how they treat people? Um, do they respect me the same? Um, and are they matching energy? uh, Yeah. Are they matching energy? Mm. Um, what's, you know, what are their, what are their ethics? What do they live by? Right. right? Like you can, you can tell how a person is oftentimes by just having a few conversations with them or watching them interact with people. And, um, now I don't have to befriend everyone and see, see how it's going to go with my business. I can choose who I want to be friends with, uh, which is very nice. Uh, because I feel like in my business, if they wanted to be a part of my business or they wanted to be my business air quotes. You can't see them. Um, (laughs) if they wanted to like buy products or anything, like I would instantly befriend them, even if I didn't like them. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, no offense to people. I don't think anyone from my previous company is going to hear this, but people who joined my business, I didn't like all of them, but I had to be their friend and I had to lead them. Um, it's, there's a weight that's lifted off. That is hard to explain. I think, unless you've experienced it. God, that's a great way of saying that. It's almost like you, so we, we filtered people before. Yeah. In, when we were in an MLM, we were filtering people, whether, you know, potential customer, customer, potential recruit, recruit, current team member, you know, within team members, we were filtering, okay, is this somebody that's actively working? When was the last time they posted? Yeah. You know, when was the last yeah. time I had a conversation with them? We're constantly filtering people, but we were filtering people based on our personal agenda, even though it's packaged, like that's what leadership looks like in MLM. We thought we were doing the right thing and leading our people and and those types of things. But now it's kind of like we have the ability, the gift to be able to say, this is my person. This is not my person. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't have to give my energy to everybody. 
and to know that that's okay. Yeah. And even though they're not my person, like I don't have to ignore, I mean, you know, I could have a conversation with them. I mean, you and I, we, we, I mean, we're best friends and we just so happen to find, you know, best friend and an anti-mom, which is cool and awesome. I love it. Um, but, but you know, we, I personally don't like everyone in the anti-mom community, but I'm going to respect everyone. Absolutely. Right. You know, and, um, I mean, I like the majority of people. <laughs> I promise I'm not a hater, <laughs> um, but you know, I'm going to respect everyone for who they are. And before it was like, no, you're not, you, you don't like my business. You don't want to be a part of it. You think it's a scam Uh-uh, out. You're out of here. Yeah. No respect for me because you don't respect my business. Yeah. Instant block, instant removal from everything. Bye-bye. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm so grateful for, I, and, and let me just, let me just be honest. Let me back up a little bit because there have been people that, that have, hmm, how do I want to word this? That I don't speak to anymore that I, I really did think that we were friends. And I think that's a hard thing to, to process. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been able to kind of step back and to see how I reacted to anti-MLM content. And now I can see that same reaction in some of these people that I thought were my friends, even though I warned them far ahead of time, you know, Hey, I'm going to be speaking out. It's not just prove it that I'm going to be talking about. I'm, I'm speaking out as a whole, and I'm going to be very honest. They're like, no, no, I support you. It's fine. And Mm -hmm. that little voice in the back of my head was like, no, they're going to have a real problem with this because what I'm saying is true because I've had that conversation with multiple people prior to all of this, trying to figure it out, Mm -hmm. stepping away from the chaos and trying to process with my friends. And I can see their reaction, how I was mad at Roberta's TikToks in the beginning. And I think that, that that part is really hard because you, you almost feel like you have to let go of the friendship. But I think for me, the way that I feel is that I'm holding space for those people. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take personally what has been said about me, you know, because I know that that's them processing what I'm saying, especially because I've had this conversation with them. And I'm like, listen, there is no time freedom. Listen, there, there is no financial freedom because if you stop working, you're not going to make the money that you're making. That's why they say, don't take your foot off the gas. Cause you yeah. can't. Absolutely. So I don't know, maybe you can speak on that part of it. Cause I think that that's, I think that's a real fear for people that are either wanting to get out of their MLM, you know, or they're looking to MLMs for community. Cause we're talking about that a whole lot because of the time of the year. So I don't know, maybe you can kind of speak on that too and, and give your thoughts. Oh, okay. Let me think this through. I had a <laughs> I also looked at it for community and I bragged all the time on the community. Um, but the community is forced. You don't get to choose it. Like, I mean, you get to choose, you know, if you want to be a part of MLM or not, but you don't always get to choose the people that are a part of your life in the MLM. And then you have to accept them no matter what. Um, and you know what, we want to accept everyone as who they are, but I, but like we said, not everyone has to be our best friend. Um, and that was always such a stressor for me. Um, let me think about, let me process what I'm, I threw a lot at you. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, friend. (laughs) You're okay. My random thoughts. If y'all could hear our voice messages every day, y'all would be like, Oh, I don't want them to hear it. (laughs) I don't want them to hear it. <laughs> Yikes. Um okay, can you ask it again? Yeah. I think I'm ready. Um speak to the the people listening as far as feeling like when you leave your MLM, um feeling like there's gonna be people that, that you think are your friends or that are your friends that you're gonna have to kind of be okay with creating a little space for you to heal, for them to heal. I don't know. Yeah, so. I'll speak to like my experience with this, like when I left and like the friendships around that. So when I left, I, I I know people were upset with me. There are people 
on my team that, you know, I didn't really tell people that I was leaving. I just stopped. I was experiencing a lot of mental health issues that caused, you know, that were from this choice of leaving because, you know, I was part of a cult in my opinion. Um, so it was like this really big decision, but, um, so people are probably still upset. Some people are still upset with me today and that's just something I have to be okay with. And like you said, leave space for it. If they want to reenter my life, that's their decision. Um, and I respect that. Like they, you know, they, they have the right to be upset. Um, so that's totally fine. Um, and then there are people that I was like, thank God (laughs) that I'm, you know, done trying, you know, you have to keep this facade up. That's so exhausting of, um, having to be there for everyone and try to push everyone, pull everyone along. Um, and then for those that are wanting to leave, but feel this feel trapped, I think might be a good way. Well, I mean, the only thing that's stopping you from leaving is the thought of feeling trapped. In my opinion, um, you, first off, some of it's money and I get that. That was me too. For a little bit, I was scared. Um, so I didn't do it the right way. I think people should make sure like maybe they have an alternative way to make money that isn't in the MLM before they just leave everything high and dry. Yeah. I think that could put people in a bad position, make them go back into it um, and see it as like a, a savior, but it's not. So I think the most important thing is just being prepared for that. Um, if money is your thing and then leaving friends or like leaving an MLM and friendships and relationships, um, is just hard. It's going to be, there's going to be people who are upset with you and it's because they don't understand. Um, they, they can't see what you see. And that's something that you, we have to be okay with. Um, it's something that is, you know, sucks, but there's also this other community outside of the MLM that is amazing. And for me, the anti-MLM community is that because we are not transactional. I get to choose who's my friend and I have this same, you know, passion as a lot of other people in this community. And, uh, we get to laugh about things, joke about things and, I'm on here tonight just because I love you and I want to chat with you, not because it's going to make me money. You know what I mean? Like, I love you too. Huh? You know, uh, I'm probably being long-winded and I'm kind of actually kind of no. nervous. Podcasts always make me nervous, but you asked me and I was like, you're yeah, killing okay. it though. I love this. Oh, this is so just nice. us having a convo and sharing our thoughts. I mean, I know that, that we've spent a lot of time, ta- a lot of time kind of talking about our friendship and you know, like we tell each other, we're so grateful and it's, do we help each other? Yes. Like yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to give them a little kind of taste of what our friendship is like. Okay. But we'll like, I'll keep it clean for the kids though. <laughs> um, but like, we will send each other our, our thumbnails for our YouTube videos. Like we do yeah. this constantly. We send it like, what do you think about this? And we'll give each other feedback or we talk about video ideas and mm-hmm. The thing that I love about our friendship and about the anti-MLM community is that all of us could cover the same thing, but we're all going to kind of have our own spin. Yeah. And while, you know, you might find people in the anti-MLM, let's rewind that, anti-MLM community (laughs) that you really vibe with. Like Julie Joe and I just, we just got along, you know, I- I got on a zoom with her cause I wanted to share information about the empire and about prove it. And I was just not yeah. ready yet to speak out on it, you know, but we have become friends and like, I want to go visit her in Texas next year and, and oh, go yeah. hit the food trucks and do just fun things in Austin, you know? And it's, yep. I just think that it's so cool. And, and for, for me, I, I think that the people that have left the empire specifically, that are like, oh my gosh, thank you for your videos. And I get to almost get reacquainted with them. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you meet both- a different person. I'm completely different than yeah. um, 
who I was in my MLM because I was wanting to be like everyone around me, hoping that I would, um, you know, be that person. You want to be just like them so that you can make the same money as them. That's how a lot of it is. You want to look like them, act like them, talk like them so that you can have the same bank account type of thing. Um, that was my experience with it. So like coming out, I'm completely different than who I was before, which is nice. Yeah. I like it. It's the quiet and the genuine conversations, you know, like our group chat (laughs) where I send choice TikTok lives to you. I would prefer you not do that, but like, I accept it. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. I I don't don't know. I guess the moral of the story is that will, could you have real friendships in MLM? Absolutely. Yes. As you heal, you will notice that, that people that are on a similar type of journey you're going to attract those types of people. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool for me to see these people leaving the empire and to get reacquainted and to understand that they're not coming to me for, you know, Hey, what was that thing that you talked about on the training? Or what was this? They're like, Oh my gosh, you, everything that you said on your YouTube video about the empire or whatever was how I was feeling. And I didn't understand. I couldn't put it into words until I watched your video. And now I get it. And now I'm leaving you know, the company and this and that. And it's like, we get to have this, this friendship without this transaction holding us together, you know? Yeah. I mean, like we mentioned earlier, the people that worked in the business in the MLM business are the people that we gave our energy to. Um, And that's, that's not how it should be. It should be the people who, you know, give us the same energy back. And by that, I mean, just like people we vibe with and people that, um, we're meant to be friends with because not everyone is meant to be friends with everyone. And that is something that I had to learn and be okay with for the longest time. People pleaser, you know what I'm saying? Um, I get it. And so for me, it was like the selfish aspect of looking like the person that, um, was nice to everyone. The person that, um, you know, was trustworthy and joining the MLM. I was actually growing an Instagram following before the MLM joining it. I lost a bunch of followers, like hundreds of followers. And of course, everyone's saying in the MLM, that's, you're just um, getting people out who don't support you, who aren't good friends, who don't care about you, who blah, 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 blah. What in reality is people who didn't want to watch me suffer. I think. Yeah. yeah. Did they tell you that you were getting rid of the weeds? Yeah. Just weeding your garden. Weeding them out. You're weeding them out. Yeah, absolutely. Weeding them out. Yeah. Weeding them out. Yeah. Yeah. But keep planting your seeds. You're just, you're just weeding your garden. Yes. We're talking about people. The, the ironic thing for me in all of this is that they have all these kind of one-liners. You're weeding your garden. You're, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that. And, but they say that it's the people business, but the human aspect of it, the sorting of people, the color coding of, uh, you know, and I did this too. Like, I was like, this yeah. is a great idea. It makes it easier for me to follow up. Well, we're, but we're not talking about just messages that you're sending. We're talking about human beings living the human experience. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just, they say that it's the people business but they take that kind of human aspect out of it and they replace it with do what everybody else is doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you get on a training or you teach on a training and you get all these new followers that are already in the company. And I don't know. For me, um, the MLM business just comes back to narcissism always. Mm. I just, it always just makes a U-turn right back to narcissism. We'll, we'll be going, you know, down the road of this and that and psychology and whatever. Um, and it's always narcissism, yeah. every thing in it. Um, we say, they say one thing, but it really just goes to another. And, um, it always is a symptom of narcissism. And I don't believe everyone in MLM is narcissist. Absolutely not. I believe that, um, the business model itself is based on narcissism. And, you know, I think that people learn it while they're in there. Um, because again, echo chamber. Yeah. They're groomed. They're groomed to replicate. 
Absolutely. They're groomed to do that. Um, So in my opinion, the way we treat people in an MLM is the way narcissism would treat someone. A narcissist would treat someone. Yeah. All about them, the love bombing. uh, What can they get out of it? Yeah. You know, I agree with that. I think that, yeah, yeah. They're never wrong. It's always the other person, the other person's not doing it well, doing it right, working hard enough. Um, You know, if that person's not giving me the energy or love that, or putting in the work that I need them to do, then I'm not going to be there with that person. I'm going to go with this person instead because they are doing what I want them to do. Yeah. And that could, that could show up like, well, you know, I only pay attention to the people that, that go to the, that went to the last event yeah, or that were on the zooms, you know, it's this constant filtering of people. And it's, I don't know. I just think it's really gross. I I started to feel that, that narcissism inside of me a little bit too. Like when, um, when people were not showing up for zooms, especially like after I hit um, the top 2% qual- like qualified for the top 2%. It was like, why aren't people getting on? You know, it was, um, mm. you need to get on, you need to get on the zoom. And I never was extremely rude about it. I don't think, but I was getting to that point of, of like, if you're not on here, you're not going to be successful. Like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, and, um, turning into that person of, you need to get on to watch me talk, to watch me, the successful person talk yep. to you. So I know that one, you're working. I have control over you. Yep. Um, and so that you can possibly be successful like me. Like those were the thought processes that I was having. And I was like, this is, this is not okay. Yeah. Uh, and I could, I was just, I'm super self-aware. So it was very uncomfortable for me to feel that way. And that was another thing as well that led me out. There was, like I said, I think, I don't always think it's one big thing. I think for me, it was a bunch of little things stacked on top of each other. Yeah. I relate to that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think for, yeah, for me, it wasn't a big thing for me. It was thoughts, feelings, emotions, and then little things that were done and said, um, Betty, the bot was a big one for me because it was leading back to her YouTube channel. And I thought, well, why are, if you have this team and you have all these leaders, why is it your face on everything? And for me, that, that didn't sit well. It was just, it was a number of things. So I get that. Uh, Yeah. I relate to that. So if you have, let's say somebody's listening right now that is scared to get out of their MLM because they're afraid of losing friendships, what advice would you give them? I feel like that's a really hard question. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 it's okay. It's, it's okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's just see what I come up with. Who knows? Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, be prepared. Uh, that sounds pessimistic, but you're likely going to lose friendships when you leave your MLM. And it's not because y'all were actually best friends or um, super close. And maybe some are, maybe some aren't. Um, Half of it, in my opinion, some of it's going to be because it was just transactional. Some of it's going to be that, you know, they really do love you and they're confused and they don't see what you see. Yeah. And so what they know, and it's what we all know too, is that when you're in the MLM and someone leaves, they, they aren't supporting it, right? Yeah. They, they aren't, they don't see the dream. They don't see the picture. They don't see what, the vision. yeah, the vision. And it's just like what you said tonight, you know, when we were on the, the empire training, when the girl said that she lost her best friend in those nine, in that 90 day run she was doing, mm-hmm. um, because her best friend didn't see the vision. Um, that's for me, it's all about empathy. We have to know that we've been there too. Yeah. We've seen that too. We've been that person who goes, why are they leaving? What are they doing? You know, and we've been the one to talk poorly. We've been the one to block people. So you have to expect that, but then you also get the biggest weight ever lifted off. And there's an entire new world out there and you Mm. get to see it completely differently. Uh, You get to see people for people and not um, for, like you said, um, numbers or, um, the next person to join your team or possibly your next ACE on your team. You know, you get to see them for, um, the little things that they do that make you laugh now, or, um, the jokes that they say, or their humor, or, um, you know, just who they are and not what you want them to be, which 
is super refreshing. And also there's always the anti-MLM community who is extremely, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in it. Well, also, yeah, I am saying it because I'm in it. I've experienced it. (laughs) Uh, The open arms, you know, the open arms. Now I, I I think most people anti-MLM community are, are, have open arms. Um, I mean, there's, you know, been a ton of people on my TikTok that I've gone back and forth with, you know, we've been so hardcore to each other. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, you were right. Yeah. Now I'm not going to say that happens a lot, but it's happened at least three or four times, which is crazy to me. And, and they were like, you were right. I'm, I'm so sorry. You know? And I was like, all good. No, yeah, no, we are, we are solid. Yeah. Good for you. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know? And then it's like, and then it's like, I got too intense. It's like, no, I I'm sorry. I'm just glad that you see it. Yeah. You know? And yeah, it, it's hard to describe the feeling now that I have it's (laughs) the carefree sounds so ridiculous, but like, I feel a little carefree, you know, you know, I I can, I can do whatever the heck I want. I don't have to sit and wait for the zoom to start. I don't have to prepare zoom notes. I don't have to message people that I don't want to message about joining a business that makes me nervous and anxious, you know? And, um, we didn't have to worry about Christmas and the sales that were going on. We could just be with our family. And you and I yeah. talked about that a little bit. And yeah, I mean, I took all last week off from making YouTube videos Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was, it was scary, but at the same time I was like, I've never done this and I wanted to, I wanted to take that time off and yeah. I still made money from my YouTube channel. I still made money from this podcast. I, yeah. I still made money, you know, and that's the first time. So even though it was scary, like having my parents here and being able to just spend time and, you know, not rushing through stuff because I had to get on a zoom or whatever, a hundred percent worth it. Highly suggest it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's hard to have for me. I, I mean, my husband and I had just married a couple months when I joined the MLM. I feel like I missed a lot. Yeah. Um, which is really, was really hard for me to come to terms with, right. That yeah. I missed a lot of our first year of marriage. Um, And so, you know, I, now I get to, we went to dinner tonight and I got on the zoom, the empire zoom, just because I was back, you know, like it wasn't my zoom to get on and (laughs) it was just for funsies, you know, we like to do that kind of thing. It was kind of funsies, Um, (laughs) the giggles, you know, for the gigs. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a whole different world and that sounds dramatic, but also like Really, in my opinion, MLMs are cults. So it is dramatic. Yeah, it is dramatic when you leave and it is intense and your mind is confused. And then once you experience the freedom, it's incredible. Yeah. So I'll never forget after I resigned from prove it, I woke up the next day and I hadn't been on zooms and stuff in a long time. I hadn't done any of that stuff in a very, very long time, but there was something about it being official. I woke up the next day and I said, what do I want to do? And I answered myself and said, whatever I want to do. Yeah. And so then it was like, well, what do you, what do you want to do today? And I did whatever I wanted that day, you know? And that was the first time probably in 13 and a half years, that sounds dramatic, but it's true because if I wasn't you know, planning a team training or back in the day, getting ready for parties for the weekend and hostess coaching and like all of these things that I've done over the years, that all, all of that, all of the heartache, all of the success that I had, all of the, the relationships that I created and, and, you know, along the way. And all of that was 100% worth, not that I would want to sacrifice the friendships, but all of that, uh, aside from that, I would sacrifice waking up in the morning and feeling the freedom. You know, I definitely feel more creative than I have ever been. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, we talked about this today too, you know, like you were like, should I do this video or that video? And before it would have been like, well, check, 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 just do it. Just record all the things, just do all the things. Yeah. And now I was like, well, which one is going to get you the most excited? And for me, that is a big thing that drives me every single day is what is going to get me excited mm-hmm. to do that thing, whatever that is. Is it a TikTok or a podcast idea or whatever? Those are the things that I gravitate towards because if I'm getting excited about something, I know that that's something that's going to make an impact. So, yeah, something else that I love is that 
I get to use whatever I want to use, whatever yeah. products I want to use. Yes. You know, and that was something for me, like Arbon, they had so many, yeah. right. Yeah. They had everything you could think of when it came to skincare, hair care, toothpaste, you know, they had makeup. Like Modair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. it was like, holy moly, I get to try new things. I could use whatever makeup I want to use. I could use whatever skincare I can use, whatever protein I can do, whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's shocking to think about that. I felt that way. I was like, Oh my gosh, yeah. I actually get to do this. I'm an adult. Like I should feel that way anyway. Like I get to use whatever makeup I want or, you know, yeah. whatever I can afford, but, um, I get the options that are in my price range and it, it's just, I don't know. It's in, it's crazy to think about before that I would, look at something and go like, I want to try it, but like, I can't because. Yep. Cause I'm a leader I, in this company. And if yeah. somebody finds out, you know, I think I'm a fake or they'll yeah. think I don't like the product. Yeah. Cause you have to be a product of the product. And if I hear that phrase one more time on social media, I'm going to scream. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. You're absolutely right. I yeah. was told that a dozen times. And I told so many people that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Cause that's what we were taught to do. Yeah, so product of the product. I loved this combo, friend. I hope so. I was a little bit nervous. Don't be nervous. It's just us chatting. Yeah, yeah. I think that people just need to understand that if you're in an MLM and you're you're kind of working through how you feel and maybe Mm -hmm. you're leaning towards getting out, understand that yes, you're gonna lose friendships. Absolutely, yes, that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Understand that there's gonna be some of the, some of that's going to hurt. You know, I know Julie Joe still has some things that hurt, you know, as far as friendships, I definitely do. Um, I drive by one of their houses every day down the way to the gym. And I, I think about them all the time. Oh, I'm getting emotional. <gasps> oh, Aaron, it's okay to feel that way. It's all right. You know, I, I, you know, I told you, you know, people are able to react I, I was told Aaron, told Aaron this like a couple of weeks ago, I tried to react to one of my trainings, but I couldn't yet. I, I was emotional. I got, you know, I started crying and I was like, oh my God, that was me. Yeah. You know, like, I can't believe that person was me. And, uh, so, you know, I, I'm not able to do that yet on my YouTube, but I'm hoping that one day I can, but I think it's a long, it's a healing process. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's uh, honestly, it's a lifelong healing process. Um, And it's just something we're going to have to work through for the rest of our lives. But, you know, now I get to work through this with people that I love and people that I want to, um, which is super nice. And along the way, I know that there's going to be people that leave the MLM and we get to rejoice about it too. True. We get to get excited about it um, together and talk about our experiences and be there for them as well. um, Because we've been there. Yeah. Like I remember the, you know, uh, national vice president who messaged me after, yeah. you know, I re- remember yeah. them in the MLM and they were struggling big time leaving. Yeah. Um, and they were getting a lot of shit because, you know, they were higher up than even than me. And I just remember her, you know, being so upset and she was like, but I have to leave. I can't do this anymore. Like I can't, you know, now that I see for what it is, it's just, something I can't be a part of. And I was like, and that's okay to feel that way. And it's okay to feel how you feel because <laughs> you have to feel those feelings to leave. You, you know, you have to feel the hard stuff yeah. and you have to feel the sad stuff. But then once you're out, you feel still some sad stuff, still some hard stuff, Yeah, for sure. but, uh, there's a lot of good stuff that you, you feel that you haven't felt in a while. So yeah, there really is the freedom, the creativity. I think just you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay to have those feelings and, uh, you know, holding space for those people, you know, that they're like, I know, obviously I'm not going to mention any names, but I know that there's a certain amount of questioning happening. So just holding space and not taking anything personal because of the love and respect that you have for that person, I think is really important. So yeah. People ask me a lot, Aaron, uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure people in people get this a lot in the anti-mom community but on tiktok people are hardcore you know they get really are so people especially on the weekends i know they like (laughs) everything goes viral again on my tiktok and i have to put up with it uh but it's okay um people ask me how do you handle it like how do you handle because i get a lot of hate um from 
people on TikTok and Malimers, sometimes on YouTube, not mm. much on Instagram, um, but on TikTok a lot every, every day, probably. Um, and I, you know, I say, honestly, I just can't take it personally because they are not in the right mindset. And by that, I mean, they are literally in an echo chamber of lies. And I have to remember that now some people just aren't good people and that's fine. You know, I, whatever, there's not a good person, but a lot of people in MLMs are not just bad people. They are just surrounded by something that they think wholeheartedly is right. And they're in an echo chamber. That's going to tell them that they're right. Yep. So I have to keep that in mind when I'm talking to them, because I don't want to make enemies of everyone. I want to remember that and hold, like you said, a space for them. I love that. I want to hold a space for them and say, okay, let's think about it a little more. Right. Like, okay, why are you commenting on my weight right now? Um, instead of what, what this whole situation is about, which is about multi-level marketing company. Why don't you think about that? You know, why do you have to do that? So Uh, making them think, I think is something that's important as well as just not taking it personally, like you said. Yeah. And I also think that there's, you know, the anger that, that comes, they always say that we're angry. We're, we're not, we're just not at all. (laughs) Like not at all. Um, but I think that their anger and, and the way that they, you know, like you were saying, you know, they said something about your weight or your hair or Lord knows what, whatever else. Yeah. Um, I think that the reason that, that that happens because they are angry because there's a part of them that feels like they've been duped. And in a sense, we all have by, you know, having participated in it, we, we were all kind of duped in a way and that's hard to process. So yeah, that's how I think about it. You know, if somebody, if somebody is reacting that way and it's kind of out of character for them, to me, that's kind of cognitive, uh, dissonance showing up, you know, there's that little crack that, they're questioning what they're doing and what they're saying. And they kind of know what you're saying is right, but they're not ready to face it. And that's okay. And that's kind of the space that I'm, that I'm holding for some of these people that I had relationships with. And maybe, maybe, you know, down the road, we don't rekindle the friendship and that's okay. I can still continue to hold that space and send them love and light and all that stuff. Um, but maybe one day that relationship will get rekindled and we'll look back and go, you know, whatever. Um, but I think, you know, if you guys are listening and, and you're thinking about that stuff, um, just know that, yeah, you are, you are probably going to lose some friendships, but you're also going to gain some friendships. Mm-hmm. You're going to gain so much just from stepping out, thinking for yourself, being your own person, getting out of the echo chamber, like JJ just mentioned, and just healing. I think there's a really powerful draw to all of us healing, you know, nowadays. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, you know, I think that like you, you mentioned the anger earlier, which is so true. Like people are so angry about stuff in the MLM. Like, the, you know, when people, when they hear someone say something that might yeah. give them cognitive dissonance, they like freak out. And when someone comments something mean, you know, I, we have to remember, especially for me, I know new people who are trying to get into anti-MLM, you know, the anti-MLM space and like create content. And it's just like, you have to, remember that if they come at you angry, it's because they're angry. They, yeah. they're they having to think about something they don't want to think about. And, you know, while, while I don't want to make everyone angry, I also think it's an important aspect of it. If someone throws anger at me, I go, okay, they're thinking. Yeah. You know, and that's true. Yeah. yeah. And hate, like if they throw hate at me, I go, they're thinking that's fine. Yeah. As long as they're thinking, I, I don't have to change their mind today or ever. I just want them to think. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that actually a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> a lot. Uh, I think this was a great convo. I, I hope that, um, I hope that you guys got some value out of it. Um, yeah, and maybe, maybe we should start sharing some of the things that we talk about. Cause I think it's pretty funny. Maybe <laughs> we can start okay. a series in our stories, like daily, daily message with Aaron and JJ. <laughs> oh, that'd be a fun one. <laughs> only if people knew man we're so so funny (laughs) people don't realize how funny we are I think we're really funny oh I'm so grateful for you for so many things you know helping me start my YouTube channel just being my friend you know and uh I love our conversations it's easy yeah it's it's easy it's easy 
I don't know. I'm just very grateful. I appreciate you hopping on guys. Make sure that you go follow Julie Joe on all of the things she's walking on Lexapro, um, on TikTok, on Instagram, Julie Joe on YouTube. I'm sure all of you are probably following her already, but if not go subscribe to her YouTube channel, do all of that stuff, support her. I'm gonna put it in the show notes too. So you can just find them, find the links and make it simple and, um, go and support her because I really don't think that I would be here in this way had Julie Joe and I not crossed paths. So thank you for that friend. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I love you. Ooh, I love you. Thank you so much. All right. We are going to head out. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Go follow Julie Joe and Instagram. You better not ever get rid of that lemon filter. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off. Ah, lemon Julie Joe. <laughs> she is so funny. All right, you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day, evening, whatever time. Look, I'm doing your outro, Julie Joe. <gasps> yeah. Oh my I God. Love that. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Uh, what did I say? Uh, okay. So I hope you have the most amazing morning, afternoon, evening, and night. I'll see you next time. There you go. Julie Joe ended the show for us. Have a good oh. one, friends. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all. Bye. <laughs>